morning starts from 0 to 60 really, really quickly, the rest of your day is not going to be calm. So introducing that calmness in the morning will give us the opportunity to then control a lot more of our day and actually live it in a much calmer, peaceful way. Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 12 of Mind Blowing Decisions. Susan Myers here, and it's an absolute delight to be once again sharing my thoughts with you and some tips that I've learned, particularly over the last week actually, of how to boost my mental health. So I hope you're all ready for this and probably getting ready to take some notes and implement some changes in your life as well. So first of all, I thought I would go back to basics really, just to the whole point of the podcast that I've started here. So the whole point really was to just reassure us all that how we're feeling is absolutely normal and that we are reacting in a normal way to an abnormal situation. And it really made me realise that one of the core bits for me is about accessing your optimum mental health. So if you're not sure, what is your optimum mental health? I can hear you asking that. So it's the state that we find ourselves in when we have space in our head to process information at the pace that it comes in. So we're not feeling overwhelmed. And it's a feeling of calm, of lightness, a feeling of peace. Is that how you're feeling right now? Now, most likely you're going to say no or no way. And that's okay, because to be honest, most of us can't remember the last time that we felt like that. Or we even wonder if we ever felt like that at all. The last time may even have been when you were a young child. And at that time, you would have had absolutely no idea or understood anything about how the mind works. That's the best thing about optimum mental health. We just have to know that it exists. So how do we access this state? I'm sure it will sound attractive to you. It certainly did to me. First time I ever heard it. And in fact, if I'm really honest, when I first heard about this, I was about as far away from my optimum mental health as I could have been. But the reality is, at that time, I just needed to find something that would give me some calmness and some peace in this crazy head of mine. And when I heard about it, I was just prepared to open my mind and listen to the possibilities that I could possibly feel better than I did. And for me, that was beyond priceless because I knew that I couldn't go on in the way I was living. It was just unsustainable. And to be honest, living my life in my head at that time was just exhausting. I don't know if you can relate to that. So the biggest step to accessing your optimum mental health is knowing that it exists and also that accessing it is not as difficult as you think. We are so used to struggling to do everything and everything feels a pressure that we have to deal with. So hearing the possibility of feeling calmer and that it's not as difficult as we thought it would be was so refreshing to me. I hope you're feeling the same as well. So what does it take? Most of all, it takes for us to have a shift and open our mind to new ways of living our life and not discounting an idea or a suggested change before we've properly heard what it is. 
So if you know me or you follow me on social media, you would have seen that I live a family focused life with all the fun, social events and the challenges that come with all of that experience. The difference now is that I know when my mental health is changing and when I need to dip in to my virtual toolkit. So I've spoken about this before. So my virtual toolkit is honestly just those things that I've worked out that really do energise me and help me to boost my mental health when I need it. And in fact, your virtual toolkit will not look like mine. We are very, very different and what boosts our mental health will be different. But it's important that you know what works for you. And that's what I've built up for myself. So I know at those times where I recognise that my mental health is slipping, I know what I can do to really start to energise myself. And I often talk about the fact that before I record my podcast, I will grab something from my virtual toolkit to raise my energy. So I've just had a little dance around to Queen, somebody to love. I just love that one and uh, my energy really raised by doing that so I feel much more energized about sharing my tips with you so you will have different things in your virtual toolkit but just know that there are things that will boost your mental health and maybe you've not tried those for a while is this sounding simple I really hope it is because the problem with feeling overwhelmed is that we complicate everything And that's why I named this Mind Blowing Decisions, because when everything seems so complicated, every decision seems to be so mind blowing. And uh, I just couldn't live in that life anymore. So I need to simplify it. So I would say just take time today to sit and decide how you would like to live your life and your ideal state of mind. So think about what your ideal state of mind would be. And that's your optimum mental health. So just thinking about having some calmness in my head and some peace. And also when I was asked to make a decision that I would be able to calmly process that and then respond in a way that wasn't all panic and irrational and, you know, full of anxiety and all of those things. Just be able to respond in a much calmer way. So that's what we're trying to get to. We're trying to access our optimum mental health. Now, sadly, we can't live in that state all the time because we've got environmental pressures and families and and friends and all of those good things that impact us. But the key bit is to know when we need to access our optimum mental health. When do we need to just stop and say, okay, let's take a breath. Let's go back to that calm place. And what can I do to get me back there. So I'm currently listening to a an audio called Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. Oh my goodness, I love this. I listened to his previous book, which was The Monk That Sold His Ferrari. The Monk That Sold His Ferrari. Absolutely love that. It's got a crazy title, but my goodness, it just gave me so many tips. And Think Like a Monk has done exactly the same for me. So let me share with you some of the learning that I took away from that. Jay talks about wake up to a simple morning routine. Now, I think I've pretty much got this sus now. It has taken me a while. But when I was listening to that, I was thinking that is so true. That has made such a difference to me. 
So what Jay talks about, he talks about when he was training to be a monk and all the different disciplines that they had to introduce in their life and all of the things that they had to let go of. And one of the key bits was about the morning routine. So keeping it as simple as possible. So wake up to a simple morning routine and repeat that every day. So if we can get a morning routine that we can do every single day, then it is so easy for us to follow it. And it's familiar to us as well. We don't have to make too many decisions. We don't have to decide what to do now and what to do then and what happens next, because actually we follow that same routine. So after we've had a sleep, hopefully we've had some sleep, and then you wake up in the morning and you follow this simple routine, it starts our day off in a really calm way. It's so crazy that we almost wear that badge of honour that says we don't have much sleep. We survive on really, really little sleep. Have you ever heard anybody say that? And they say it with such pride and you might have done that yourself. And it's just absolutely craziness because we were never designed to live without sleep. We were designed to live with a certain amount of sleep so that our body can refresh and it can heal and it can recover and it can relax. If we don't have a simple morning routine, we can find ourselves going from naught to 60 in a few seconds, which is just crazy. So you get out of bed and that's it. You're rushing around straight away. And it made so much sense to me when I heard Jay say that if that's how you start your morning, that's how your day will go. So if your morning starts from 0 to 60 really, really quickly, the rest of your day is not going to be calm. So introducing that calmness in the morning will give us the opportunity to then control a lot more of our day and actually live it in a much calmer, peaceful way. I'm reading so much at the moment as well about the fact that multitasking doesn't work. Now, as a woman, Believe me, I always thought I was great at multitasking. The reality is, if you are doing more than one thing, you're not doing anything properly. And just learning to concentrate on what you're doing at the moment. The audio also talks about the monks were taught to drink their food and eat their drinks. I thought that was really crazy. But what they talk about is when we're eating, to literally use every mouthful, every mouthful, we chew it and we taste it to the degree that it becomes liquid and it's easy to digest, but we've actually savoured every mouthful of the food. Also, when we're having a drink, that you actually have every mouthful or every sip of that drink and really savour that. So you would have that as though it was food. The, the length of time it would take for you to eat some food is how you should spend your time when you're actually drinking. And it really does slow us down. It really does make us think about what does this taste like? What does this feel like? And it stops us in the moment. So I love that. That was all in the audio as well. When we're thinking about our morning, we often say, I have just enough time in the morning. But if we're saying this, it means actually we don't have enough time because everything we're doing, we're doing in such a rush. And we need to make sure that we allow enough time in the morning 
so that everything we do is comfortable. And that may mean getting up 15 minutes earlier, getting up half an hour earlier, whatever it is you want to introduce into your morning. Give yourself enough time to do each of those activities with enough time to go through the process without feeling rushed and feeling really, really anxious. Because if you're chasing your tail, that's a great saying, isn't it? If you're chasing your tail in the morning, you'll be doing that for the rest of the day. So make time for yourself every morning. Jay uses this analogy about time. So he uses the, the letters. T is take time to be thankful. So this is a great thing to do before you get out of bed in the morning. Wake up and then just lay in bed for a, a moment and think about what are you grateful for. So you can say, you know, thank you for this really comfortable warm bed. Thank you for that great night's sleep. Thank you for my family. Thank you for the day ahead. Thank you for whatever it is you're going to do. So T is for thank you. I is for insight. So how are you feeling at the moment and what is going to make you feel good? And so that's your virtual toolkit. But also it can be that you listen to a podcast or you listen to an audio. Like I say, I've got so much out of this audio. M is for meditation. I really hope you're not rolling your eyes still about this. I really hope that you've tried meditation. I talk about this a lot. Um, I was one of those eye rollers in the beginning, but I'm a complete convert now. So just 10 minutes, just sitting quietly and listening to a meditation is huge. And exercise. I am not one for going to the gym and really working out hard. I have to be honest with you. I can't wait till I can get back and do some exercise classes really enjoy those. I don't do the spin class, but I do um, exercise classes that I really enjoy doing. Um, but it can be just moving your body, just like I said, putting on some music and dancing around to that music. So that's how he describes time. So some thank you, insight, what is it that you're going to do today? And also what are you listening to? So be aware of what's coming into you. And meditation and exercise, that seemed really simple and I can definitely tick those boxes, even if it's just moving around in the morning, that's my exercise bit done. There was a big section in the audio about a monk's uniform, so what does a monk wear? And again, it came back to how many decisions do we need to make in a day? It is so easy to go from one decision to the next decision and everything is dependent on us, isn't it? What do we want to do? But just keeping it simple, just like the morning routine, Jay recommends when we wake up in the morning that we have an outfit that we put on or a monk's uniform. For a monk, it's something really, really simple. They know what they're going to wear every single day and then they put that on and it's really straightforward. I always think it's so much easier for men, especially if they're in the corporate world, because they're going to wear a suit. Most of the time they're going to wear a suit and they've probably got a few suits and their decision making is really limited. But for a woman, I always feel there's just like so many decisions to make. Does this go with this? Or maybe that was just me. But uh, does this go with this? And, you know, what shoes am I going to wear? And how far do I have to walk? Will I be able to walk in those shoes? That was definitely a thought for me. So having something that is just basic that you know is going to suit you every day. So really reducing your wardrobe, especially for your work, if you're working, whatever you're doing, just reducing your wardrobe so that you know what you're going to be using it and what you're going to be wearing. And there's not so many decisions to make. 
So that is the key bit to this, is reduce the amount of decisions we need to make. So I've been practicing that for the last few days and just trying to keep things simple. I definitely try to pack too much in my day. And also I make decisions I don't really need to make. I could definitely simplify this. So we all have optimum mental health. It's where we function at our best it's at our optimum. It's when we're calm and we're at peace and we have a lightness and we can process information a lot better. Keep our decisions simple. So let's not overcomplicate our world and make sure that we have some routine. So when you're up in the morning, just try and do the same things that you do every single morning. Now that might sound boring, but if your life is feeling really crazy at the moment, that's probably sounding a a bit more refreshing to you and a, a bit more doable and more enjoyable. So let's introduce some more routine into our life and let's keep that simple. I hope that has helped you. The audio is fantastic. I can definitely recommend listening to that. And although we are not all going to be living like monks, some of the lessons in there were so helpful for the busy lives that we lead now. I've been practicing this for the last few days and it has honestly made a difference to me. Uh, just having less decisions to make and keeping to routine where I can and also taking the time to really enjoy the food that I'm having, the drinks that I'm having and just being more present with each part of the day. And guess what? I've been more productive. <laughs> that sounds crazy, doesn't it? But this is what people keep telling us and it really works. Who knew? I hope you found that helpful. I would love to hear your feedback. Thank you for all of your feedback so far. As I say, if you have enjoyed this, please do leave me a five star review. Just go over to Apple iTunes and leave me some feedback. I'd really appreciate that. It does mean such a lot to me because it does mean that more people have the opportunity to listen to the episodes. So please do have a marvellous day <laughs> and still making me smile. And I look forward to sharing some more thoughts with you in episode 13. Take care, everyone.